BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirshner. Today, Glenn evaluates why the FBI and the DOJ resisted opening an investigation into Donald Trump's role in the January 6th insurrection. So friends, let me say up front that today's Justice Matters video gives me no joy. I actually waited a couple of days after reading the Washington Post's deep dive piece that exposed something or confirmed something that I feel like we already knew. We knew it intuitively, and we knew it based on the publicly available evidence. We knew it based on what we saw with our own eyes and we heard with our own ears. And that is that the FBI and the DOJ failed to meet the urgency of the moment and delayed opening an investigation into Donald Trump and his high-level criminal associates for more than a year after the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol, after the insurrection. But friends, we learned a good bit more from the Washington Post reporting, like how FBI and DOJ leadership kept shutting down the requests of career prosecutors to investigate Trump. Here is the headline of that original Washington Post piece from a couple of days ago. FBI resisted opening probe into Trump's role in January 6 for more than a year. In the DOJ's investigation of January 6, key justice officials also quashed an early plan for a task force focused on people in Trump's orbit. And this reporting this important reporting, indispensable reporting, was done by Carol Lennig and Aaron Davis of the Washington Post. I will post a link to this sort of deep dive piece in the description of this video. But more recently, the Post published a helpful summary distilling out the key takeaways from this deep dive piece. And I wanna read that to you, it's not all that long, And then I want to spend a few minutes talking about those key takeaways. Headline, Takeaways from the Post's Examination of DOJ's January 6th Investigation. Following the attack on the U.S. Capitol, more than a year elapsed before federal agents began actively probing efforts by Trump and those around him to steal the election. Here's why. The Washington Post found that senior Justice Department and FBI officials rejected or rebuffed early proposals to investigate actions taken by President Donald Trump and his close allies leading up to the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. 
Those decisions were born out of wariness about appearing partisan, institutional caution, and clashes over how much evidence would be sufficient to probe whether those actions constituted a crime, reporting shows. As a result, more than a year passed before federal prosecutors and FBI agents embarked on a formal investigation into nonviolent efforts within Trump's orbit to steal the 2020 election. The delayed start all but assured that the question of whether the former president could face criminal exposure for seeking to thwart an election would remain open when he launched his campaign to retake the White House. During the first nine months after the January 6th attack on the Capitol, the Justice Department chose to primarily pursue cases against rioters and repeatedly overruled prosecutors who argued that the department should also investigate the role of figures in Trump's orbit. Key Justice Department officials ultimately pivoted after concluding they had sufficient evidence and that prosecuting rioters provided no clear path to examining the nonviolent efforts by the former president and his allies. The decision to charge militia members who were at the Capitol with seditious conspiracy, a step prosecutors thought could pressure them to implicate architects of the attack, was slowed as the Biden Justice Department waited months for Senate confirmation of senior leaders. In early 2021, the Justice Department rejected a federal watchdog's proposal to investigate evidence its office had found suggesting a coordinated effort to swing the election for Trump using slates of alternative electors. Those would be fake electors. The FBI's Washington field office twice in 2021 rebuffed federal prosecutors' requests for agents. In February, for the probe of whether Trump associates were linked to the riot, and then in November, to investigate how Trump associates tried to overturn the election results. By the first anniversary of the attack, the team probing whether the former president and his allies sought to illegally block the certification of the election consisted of just four prosecutors working with agents with the U.S. Postal Inspection Service and the National Archives and Records Administration, the FBI did not join that probe until April 2022. You know, friends, if you've watched these Justice Matters videos over the past year or so, you have heard me say over and over again that it turns out Merrick Garland wasn't the right attorney general to meet the urgency of the moment, this moment in our nation's history. Decades ago, Merrick Garland was a well-regarded prosecutor, including when he was serving in my former office, the United States Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, prosecuting cases like the Mayor Marion Barry case. But then he was made a federal judge. And for 24 years, he sat on that bench calling balls and strikes, you know, being fair and impartial and circumspect. Then he tried to return to the prosecution business and the prosecution world 
as attorney general. And it turned out he was still too much judge and not enough prosecutor. And now we know that the FBI, the DOJ, didn't investigate Donald Trump and his criminal associates for more than a year after the attack on the U.S. Capitol. We now know there was a reluctance, an extreme reluctance, a dangerous reluctance to investigate Trump and company for their crimes. Now, the Washington Post attributes this reluctance to a wariness about appearing partisan, institutional caution, and clashes over how much evidence would be sufficient to probe whether those actions committed by Trump and his associates constituted a crime. Friends, let me say clearly, unequivocally, I agree with the assessment of the Washington Post that this delay by the FBI and the DOJ of opening a criminal probe into Trump and his associates was likely out of concern for not wanting to look partisan, not wanting to look political. You know, how would it look if one party was going after the president from another party? You know, what the Washington Post calls institutional caution. I also think it was a product of timidity, legal navel-gazing, analysis paralysis, Goodness knows I saw my fair share of all of that inside the Department of Justice. But friends, I don't think this was a product of nefariousness or, you know, wanting to cover up the crimes of Donald Trump and his criminal associates or wanting to protect Donald Trump from being held accountable for his crimes. I sure hope I'm not wrong about that. But friends, let's be clear. When you decline to open a criminal investigation to avoid looking political, that's a political act. And it's dead wrong. Coming up, why did the Department of Justice delay looking into Donald Trump's participation in the January 6th insurrection? Glenn talks about that next on Justice Matters. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. A Washington Post report claims the DOJ stalled opening a probe into Trump's involvement in the Capitol riots due to a lack of evidence. But was this accurate? Here's Glenn. 
You know when a criminal investigation should have been opened into Donald Trump and the hierarchy of the insurrection of the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol? On January 7th, 2021. Why do I say that? Well, first of all, it is a very low bar to open a criminal investigation. You need what's called adequate predication, fancy term for enough evidence, some credible evidence that a crime has been committed, is in the process of being committed, or will imminently be committed. It's a very low evidentiary bar. On January 7th, 2021, what did we know? We knew Donald Trump told a violent hate group, the Proud Boys, to stand by, await his further orders. We know that Donald Trump set the date for what would become the attack on the U.S. Capitol, come to D.C. on January 6th, will be wild. We know Donald Trump had spent months and months lying to everybody, telling them, if I lose, the election will be rigged, and then telling them, once he lost, fair and square, once he lost, he inundated them with his lies. It was a mantra. Your vote was stolen. Your election was rigged. Your president was unlawfully taken from you. He filled them with lies. Why? To give them a personal stake in the matter, a personal dog in the fight. And he used those lies to summon them to D.C. on January 6th. He then continued to lie to them on the morning of January 6th, ginned up the crowd, whipped them up into a frenzy, reinforced his lies that their vote had been stolen, their election rigged, and their president was being taken from them. And then he told them, if you don't fight like hell, you won't have a country anymore. Go to the Capitol and stop the certification. He used the word steal, stop the steal, which is beautiful from this old prosecutor's perspective because prosecutors will be able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, indeed in their sleep, that he knew he was lying about that because all of his own, you know, agency heads, cabinet officials had told him there was no fraud undermining the election's results. So he launched the attack on the Capitol from a platform of fraud. Go down there and fight like hell or you won't have a country anymore. Now stop the certification. Stop the steal. What I just described to you, friends, those five or six publicly known facts as of January 6, January 7, 2021, is so far above adequate predication, enough evidence to open a criminal investigation, that it was not even a close call that Donald Trump and the command structure of the insurrection should have been investigated beginning on no later than January 7th, 2021. I realize Merrick Garland didn't even come until I believe March of 2021. I think it was acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen, but just because there's an acting Attorney General doesn't mean the Department of Justice can't open criminal investigations when there's evidence that crime has been committed and there's adequate predication to investigate and yet we now know DOJ and FBI not only 
failed, refused, declined to open an investigation for more than a year. They kept rebuffing and rejecting the recommendations of career prosecutors to open an investigation into Trump and company. Friends, I want to end with a silver lining because there is a silver lining behind the big dark cloud of DOJ's dithering in declining to open an investigation for more than a year, losing valuable time, potentially losing valuable evidence, now moving this whole, you know, horrific show into what may be the heart of presidential election campaigning and season, all of which could have been avoided. Let's talk about the silver lining. We now have a special counsel in Jack Smith who, by all accounts, since being appointed special counsel in November of 2022, has gone scorched earth 100 miles an hour in the direction of accountability and justice. And thank goodness he is now heading up the criminal investigation of Donald Trump and all of his potential co-conspirators, his criminal associates, his aiders and abettors, his facilitators. And here's the thing, and this is kind of the sweet irony of it all. Why do we have Jack Smith as special counsel? Well, because Donald Trump made the calculation that he thought the best way he could avoid being held criminally responsible for all of his crimes, the best way to stay out of prison was to announce his candidacy for the presidency of the United States in the November 2024 election. And the minute he did that, thinking it might help him stay out of prison, guess what? It forced Merrick Garland to appoint a special counsel because now Merrick Garland's Department of Justice can't be investigating Donald Trump because Donald Trump is the only announced opponent of Merrick Garland's boss, Joe Biden. That's a conflict. At a minimum, it's an appearance of conflict. Some would argue it's an actual conflict. And Merrick Garland correctly, appropriately, appointed a special counsel. You know what, friends? If Donald Trump hadn't announced his candidacy for the presidency, there would be no special counsel Jack Smith and DOJ very well might still be dithering away the time and engaged in analysis paralysis. I question whether there would even be a classified documents, obstruction of justice and espionage indictment of Donald Trump right now if Donald Trump hadn't announced his candidacy and Merrick Garland hadn't appointed a special counsel, Jack Smith, Donald Trump might still be footloose and fancy free rather than under federal indictment. So if nothing else, we can continue to be confident that every decision Donald Trump makes and every word Donald Trump utters is a tactical disaster for Donald Trump. But ultimately, 
a good thing for we the people, for our democracy, for accountability, and ultimately, yes, for justice. And justice matters. Friends, thank you for bearing with me through that long and occasionally rambling diatribe. As always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.